Hey, beloveds, it is your girl, beloved Jess. And today I'm recording on, it looks like May the 7th. Um, and that's three days before Mother's Day. But I wanted to dedicate um, an entire episode of my podcast episode or my podcast um, to talking about surviving toxic uh, mothering. And uh, I, I am a survivor number one, you know, which I, I, I've survived a lot of things, but specifically today I wanted to talk about this subject because, um, you know, this experience, you know, has shaped me as a woman, but also I wanted to share my experience to help other people who have experienced the same, you know, experience, or maybe they don't even know that this is something that is quote-unquote toxic, but um, I just want to shed some light on my experience, and hopefully, you know, someone listening can take away, you know, take some knowledge uh, and uh, apply it to their own lives. So today, um, if you're just tuning in, I do want to say welcome. I do use my podcast to talk about life lessons and love anything above in between and beyond so um you know there's a range of topics on my my podcast from you know surviving um you know being a sex a child sexual abuse survivor um and just you know just anything love like we talk about a lot of stuff but today, um, I want to dedicate this because I do know that, you know, Mother's Day is coming up and, um, I know that's a day, you know, where we're, we're programmed, we're taught, we're, you know, where it's, it's general knowledge to, um, know that Mother's Day is a day that mothers are supposed to be celebrated, um, which I love Mother's Day and I hope one day God blesses me with the experience to be a mother, but, um, you know, for me, Mother's Day is kind of rocky um, because I've had to learn how to uh, actually, you know, make Mother's Day work for me because I've always I used to get so nervous on Mother's Day, especially when I was a child. Um, and if you haven't, if you don't know me or my story, I encourage you. I'm working hard on my second novel, which I'm I'm spitting some gems about my life but in my accomplishments but if you haven't checked out my book it's called I Overcame It All um it's on Amazon type the word I I overcame it it should pop up but um or just check out my Instagram beloved jazz and I do have a few titles I'm working I'm doing some new things y'all um to get my media coverage going but um check out my book because I do explain a lot about my relationship with uh with the woman who raised me but um before I go into the things that helped me survive um you know not only toxic mothering in general but also the you know dealing with mother's day um then let's get started so but I I do want to talk about a little bit about my experience before I go into that but um so yeah 
this is getting hot and heavy. I feel like I'm getting hot just talking about it or just getting being about to talk about my experience. But um, so, of course, I wasn't raised by my biological mother. She was um, addicted to drugs and still is. And I still love her. Um, but I uh, I wasn't raised by her. I had a I was raised by someone else. Um, and that relationship was rocky for me um, because when I became an adult, that's when I started to process that that relationship wasn't necessarily healthy for me. It was more detriment than than you know anything. But it it just it was an experience and it it was a learning lesson for me. But um, some of the things that happened in that ex- in that experience of being you know younger and being having to be raised by someone other than my mother it 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 showed me that you really have to have a a good heart to actually raise someone who didn't come out of your vagina but uh so if you are a stepmom or if you you know if you have experienced you know the just the the small gestures of taking care of some of a child who isn't yours, you know, whether you're a stepmom, stepdad, whatever, then kudos to you. Cause I know that, you know, it's not easy, but you have to really love it. Cause I, my experience, I felt like my caregiver, whatever I want to call her, um, she wasn't necessarily, um, conducive to what I needed at the time but um and I feel like I'm using big words because I don't want to just be straight up and say she was fucked up but I guess that I'm I'm trying to sugarcoat the truth and that's you know that's kind of what it what it is cutthroat and dry she was fucked up um but that experience uh it just it was a lot for me to handle um and most of my work that I had to do um most of my inner work that I had to do it it consisted with me getting over that particular relationship but um she just used to call you know call me out my name and um felt like I had to do more than I should have (laughs) as a 16 year old girl you know, still trying to learn about her own self, but, uh, yeah, she just wasn't my cup of tea, um, and I didn't know that until I, I was like, no, this is not what, what I thought, you know, what, this is not what I signed up for when I, you know, when my own mom couldn't take care of me, I, I thought I was getting something good, but I didn't, but yeah, check out my book, because I do go in, details uh just about small encounters that we had um that really were very impactful negatively but very impactful but uh yeah so I like there were just times where I just didn't feel like I belonged and you know it was a lot it was it was a lot but um, she overall was, it was a toxic mothering experience. Uh, you know, I, I experienced a lot of, you know, um, verbal, emotional neglect, abuse, whatever, you know, and 
And I, I'm even getting uncomfortable talking about it because I always feel like that guilt, that survivor's guilt, where I'm like, oh, you know, this maybe it really wasn't as hard as I think it was. But that that's a story that I tell I've told myself when I was in it to survive. But um, now that I'm on the outside looking in, I was definitely like traumatized and mistreated and just, you know, it changed, it shaped my role as a woman today, but I'm, but, uh, so yeah, with surviving toxic mothering, I did learn, you know, the way that I learned how to survive back then was definitely to make myself smaller, not be too, too loud, too smart aleck, too, big to aggressive I had to change who I was which I you know to survive in that household I had to become a mute and do everything right and not mess up not make mistakes I had to clean up all the time and I and honestly I that like that's probably why I have a lot of anxiety and that's so it's it's crazy how God works but um yes but um, it was a lot that I endured, uh, a lot of manipulation, a lot of just lies, a lot of back and forth one minute, you know, it was walking on eggshells. But the way that I survived then, it was not healthy for me. Of course, it was help- helpful. It was maybe healthy, you know, to get through that time. But, I, you know, of course, making myself smaller and you know, not being too loud, too quiet, whatever, that was, you know, that's not healthy. You know, you're training, I was trained to, you know, become passive and walk on eggshells. And that, in that time, it prepared me to be the greatest domestic, you know, violence victim. But, uh, yeah, the way that I had to survive was to, you know, do do things to not make my caregiver at the time upset. I don't want to make her upset, um, you know. But that you know, I got through it, and I'm in however way you need to, you need to survive it for the relationship. If you are under eighteen, then do what you. I'm not I'm not condoning unhealthiness, but I do know that power dynamic is not you can't change it. But when I became an adult, I did change my, you know, how I approach things. I don't always have to please other people. Um, you know, that's not healthy. But uh, yeah, so though those are my, that is my experience. And the way that I have to approach Mother's Day, it's totally different than the average, I will say. A lot of people prepare for Mother's Day with, you know, what am I going to get for my mom? What am I going to do? How am I going to help her feel loved? And, you know, that's something that I've always tried to do as, you know, as a daughter, you know, no matter how I was treated, I've always went out of my way to, you know, make my, make the woman who raised me, I I try my best to my own capability as a, you know, a child to make her feel loved. But, um, 
you know, it, it, I always felt like my efforts weren't good enough. Uh, but now, you know, now that I am an adult and I've had time to process my own experience, I do approach Mother's Day differently. And that just because it's differently doesn't mean that it's anything wrong with that. It's just different. So if you, you know, if you've had similar experiences to me or maybe, um, you know, you feel like you had to, you have to prepare for Mother's Day different than the average person, then please listen to the rest of the um, half of this episode. I know I've been talking about my experience, but I really feel like that um, that experience is something that is kind of rare, but it's not rare, but it happens. And um, we always think about men as being toxic fathers and, you know, deadbeats, but there are women that, that they may have not been taught the capability of how to love a child or to love another person, but um, that's you know that's lightweight toxic, and you know it's I, I and I'm totally bringing up this because I want to shed a light on an, a social issue that really is important, and um, it, it's a sad truth that not all mothers are positive and loving and caring but you know it's not anything against that person it's like how how do I survive knowing that this happened you know my mother-daughter relationships weren't like the average mother-daughter relationship but how do I continue to go on and not hate and not carry that anger in my heart and that's what that's really what a lot of uh, my healing and a lot of my inner work and a lot of just overall maturity has happened uh, throughout my life. But in order for you to get through just one day, one Mother's Day, um, I want to help with that. Um, because, and I'm just sharing my experience uh, and how I get through my, you know, Mother's Day because it is, it is kind of touchy but this is something that I mean I'm here to help get you through because I'm getting through it you know on my own as well but um okay so the first thing that I have to um you know help you celebrate Mother's Day um if you came from a toxic mothering experience is to um celebrate the mothers in your life that do exist um like I used to get so angry or so like anxious about Mother's Day because I always had to focus on my experience I thought that Mother's Day was about celebrating the mother that you had and or that I had I'm (laughs) speaking out you know in general but I thought you could Mother's Day was only about celebrating mothers that you you know gave you gave birth to you and that I've learned over time that that's not necessarily the case mother's day doesn't have to be just targeted towards your own mom but it can be toward the women in your life who may not have just you know gave birth to you but maybe they mothered you positively like I know there are a lot of women in my life that 
have gave did some positive mothering and they may not have seen it as that but to me it was like they just did what they did naturally with their own kids they you know gave me hugs and asked me how I was doing today but or just you know they treated me like their own daughter with you know which look giving me advice or looking out for me or ask you know just those things um, but I celebrate the moms in my life that, you know, they, I celebrate the moms that I do have. So whether it be my friends, family, you know, coworkers, I, I try to go all out for the mothers that I do see that are, are positive. Um, um, and I do, I'm telling you, I, my sister, she's a mom. This is her first mother's <laughs> excuse me, her first, like, real Mother's Day. Like, she had Mother's Day last year while she was pregnant, but this was one where she's, like, a mom-mom. Like, she's been doing it for a year. (laughs) But I'm so proud of her, and I'm celebrating her on Mother's Day because she's a mother, and she is doing a great job. And that is what Mother's Day is about. I, I always try to spend you know the negatives to a positive but my own experience was negative but that doesn't mean that I don't have I don't need to celebrate the moms who are doing good no I celebrate the moms I do see who are raising their kids or you know doing the most or just being that loving you know spirit um so yeah if you if you do have a toxic mothering experience, don't let that stop you from celebrating the moms in your life. If you have friends that are moms, if you have coworkers that that are moms, give them a card or just send them a text or just do something for them to help represent, you know, the good moms or the, you know, help celebrate your um your mother's day in that way. And then also, this is the number one, the most, probably the most important step uh, within just surviving motherhood or toxic mothering all in all together. Um, You have to, you have to learn to mother yourself. I know like my, and it's so funny because my sister, she's like, oh, I seen a post talking about you need to you know, heal the inner child, and that is, and it's so true, because, like, I, and I read, I wrote about in my first book, but we think as humans that when we're, you know, we grow up, and we, we, we're, we come out of our mother's room, we grow, we're babies, and then we grow up to adults, and that's it, but we, once we come, become an adult, we still have a connection to our younger self, and that is through our inner child. Um, I know for me, like when I was in the process of writing my first book, I had to go all the way back to my childhood to work on the issues that I had in my current, you know, in my current adulthood. And that's and that's really the key to like bettering your life is closing that gap between you know, adulthood and childhood, but mothering that inner child in you, like mothering yourself. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So the next step that I have is um, 
self-care i know with mothering yourself that i mean it is a task and it may be like a hectic task but when you imply self-care that means that you you make yourself a priority to be taken care of and um self-care like i do it all the time and i'm you know i'm still i guess trying to formally come up with like a self-care plan but legit like taking care of yourself is important especially on a day that is a, it's a trigger I know for me like it is a trigger it I cannot lie it is like I can't think about I can't hear happy mother's day I can't hear it without thinking of my own experience with you know my mother um yeah so you have to take care of yourself and with self-care whether it be over time just to get survive um just you know going to therapy or uh doing other things like that but self-care on that specific mother's day could look like you know journaling or maybe just doing taking yourself out to eat or doing something to help you um, reverse that trigger. I know, like, that's what a trigger is, is to remind you of a negative experience. But when you try to reverse that, tr- that trigger, it's, you're trying to band-aid that trigger. You're trying to make yourself feel better after the trigger has already, um, happened. And that, that is, you know, you can have that plan. But for me, I, I already have what I'm doing planned because it's on a Sunday I, and I'm just going off of the flow of what I do already on a Sunday. I I try to eat, you know, good breakfast um, and then, you know, I might go to the park or do something. The, but those are activities that I have already planned for me outside of the holiday. Um, but when it comes to the holiday, I'm going to purposely spend time with my sister because she's a like the most connected mother that I have you know she's she's the main one that makes me think of like if I had a mom I would want them to be like her I wouldn't want my mom to be just like her um so that yeah so I celebrate the women that are in my life and I'll go out to eat with them but those are things that I just I'm I do to take care of myself so, yeah, um, and with self-care, it's basically about, like, for that day, it's like, how do I deal with Mother's Day when my mother wasn't a very good one? That's what, that's how you need to approach self-care, um, when it comes to Mother's Day, but, yeah, I and it's so funny because I take notes on every episode that I do. I try to like write down some thoughts so I'm not blabbering, <laughs> and it may sound like blabbering, but it's yeah, it could be because I don't use a lot of tones in my voice. I don't get my tone is like natural. <laughs> if I get excited, I have the same tone. If I feel sad, I have the same tone. But yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I wrote, I got five on Jasmine. And it's so funny because I remember when I used to live with my biological mom and I had so much resentment for her. I had so much. Um, and I was just upset. And 
Like, I used to be ready to, like, fight my mom. I used to be ready to, like, fight her like a woman off the street. And it was just because, like, I had a lot of anger. And it, anything she did in the present moment, it just added to the, the heat that was already there from <laughs> her not being there as a child. So I, I'm like, I was ready. <laughs> but when uh, I lived with her... Her, um, my mom's boyfriend, he used to say, I got five on Jasmine. Because he, he could see that I was very angry when it came to my mom. Not that, and we never fought um, physically, but it was just a thought that I had a lot of built up aggression that was, it was noticeable. Um, but yeah, I had to get through that. And if it is some, if, if this is a holiday or just an experience that is like tough for you, it you have to get through it because you know you're always gonna have that connection of being reminded of this time or a time that was you know hard for you and your mom. So definitely take time to you know deal with it, but also take care of yourself when you are dealing with tough stuff, tough stuff like this. But yeah and and I like that being in those moments like I had to really like be honest with myself like I always used to be like oh I have no issue toward my mom I love her to death she's you know she's an amazing mom and then like when I started to see how angry I would get if she would like my mom she's she's something else but she would she used to like do little stuff like pinch my butt or you know and it just used to get under my skin so much where I would like but and I knew it was like I had to get through that I have to but um yeah and it just showed me that I do have feelings that weren't true like I that weren't they weren't honest like I they weren't honest I that's all I have to say about it I was lying to myself when I was like oh my mom's so great but if she did one thing I'm gonna knock her teeth out like that that's when I had to sit down and say like what are your true feelings Jasmine what are you really feeling about this because obviously it's not all sugars and and rainbows and all that so yeah be honest with yourself if you are you know, approaching this holiday and it's giving you some, you know, unkind feelings or memories, be honest about it. Like, and if you feel like you can't be honest with yourself, then maybe talk with someone you trust or maybe just, you know, talk to a therapist or just someone who, who can just hear you out because your feelings are valid. And I know for me, like I was like, I have, these are legitimate, valid feelings that, deserve to be heard and deserve to get out like I've I've always held myself in held my feelings and stuff in but now I'm like nah I have to get it out because if not it's going to come out in things that maybe I don't necessarily want them to come out in like with through like that anger might come out through my writing or through my job or something like yeah but I had to be honest and when when it comes to your feelings, especially or triggers, whatever, be honest with yourself because that's the first part of healing is honesty, <laughs> for real, like being honest. Like this, 
this is not healthy for me to want to kill. Like, I'm not saying it <laughs> homicidally, but I'm just saying this is, uh, you know, like, that is a, you know, you have to let go of that anger, but you have to first acknowledge that, that anger or that feeling before you can start to work through it. Um, and yeah, I had to be honest about like the fact that I had, you know, I had underlining issues with my mom that, and eventually they, you know, they were brought to light because I was honest with myself and then I could talk to her about it. But, um, you know, and then she could hear me out, but it just, it started with me and, you know, cause you can't force someone to, to read your mind or to like figure out what's going on with you. You have to try to do it yourself or get connected to people who can bring that out, that honesty out in you. But I think that's it for today. Like, I feel like we've, we've hit some, some, some hard ground today, but, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. So I'm going to end this episode with my lesson of the day. If you are new to my chant, my look at me trying to get on YouTube. If you are new to my podcast, um, please, uh, tune in to the other episodes if you like, but also I do in every episode with the lesson of the day. And this is just something that, you know, the universe inspires, you know, me to share, but, uh, I had a really good one yesterday, but, uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do what I, cause I recorded yesterday and it was like, it was a, a hot mess. But um, this lesson of the day that I want to say today is um, you only get one you, only one you to, um, to, you know, become the best version of yourself. But uh, I know we get, you know, we only get one mom, but we get one self to one, one opportunity to be our, to, you know, always be us and I want you to strive to take care of yourself but that is it for today and always remember be loved be loved beloved jazz